in this hockey game. Here's Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. Hold the game right from the drop of the puck uh, and we're able to finish it out so it was a good team win. They pushed back a bit and maybe in that 2-1 moment like what's your team going to do in that moment when they're getting pushed? What did you like about what you saw after that goal? Well I think you know what I think I, we have a lot of really proud people in our dressing room and uh, I saw them come together and play hard for each other. A real team win and um, you know I think we have a mature group Nobody was happy with uh, not closing some games out here on this uh, homestand. And um, it's a credit to our players because the talk on the bench was great and they went out and executed. So it was feather in their cap. When a, when a team has a players meeting and then you're coaching them and they've had this meeting and they've challenged each other, it usually happens in those meetings. Uh, what's a coach do coming out of that? What meeting are you talking about? The players have been talking about having this meeting yesterday. <laughs> I wasn't in it, so I don't know. I, I don't know if, if, I that's question, they, if that's what they told you. Yeah, that's what they said. My question would be, do you coach a little bit less or do you coach more? Uh, How does it affect you as a coach? You know what? I think um, if that's what happened and they had one, I no one told me that spec. So, uh, But if that's the case, um, I think it speaks to what we're talking about. I think we have a lot of proud individuals in our dressing room, um, individuals who, you know, in this last 10 game segment, we were four, four and two, but realistically, we know we could have more wins on the board uh, than just four, four and two, seven and three before that, but four, four and two in this 10. Um, for me, we got proud people. We got great pros and, um, you know, they understood, I believe that uh, there's nothing they could do to change what happened on that, that game stand other than learn the lessons that were taught us. And in the end, they're proud people who played hard for each other and uh, found a way to win a game. Is this, as Zach Hyman said, it's great to play well. We played well tonight. We're happy with the game. It's about what we do from here. It's about stringing a few of these together. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. You know what? We went into today with the mindset of winning the day. That's all we can do. And I've said this ad nauseum here for a long time. Um, but you're, you can only take care of the business that's immediately in front of us. We can't change what's, what has happened so far. We have the ability to string a good day uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's a rest day. It's an off day. So making sure that we rest properly and prepare for our game coming up against the Stanley Cup champions, the team that eliminated us from the playoffs last year. Is it an opportunity to build something? Yeah, it is. We've had that opportunity other times this year as well that um, we haven't capitalized in the way we wanted. Again, I go back to the segments. I think we were seven and three in the first, three and seven in the next, seven and three in the next, four, four and two. We feel we've left some points on the table through the first 40 games can't control that. What we can control is learning those hard lessons. You mentioned playing the Stanley Cup champions. They're kind of struggling right now and you aren't where you would like to be. Uh, it's still interesting though when you play a team that you played in the Final Four for the very first time. Yeah, it's a hard league, isn't it? It's the best league in the world. I think uh, if you look at the teams that played in the Final Four, um, that played deep, uh, sometimes it takes them a while to get up to full steam. I think each team has uh, different stories to their year. I know for us, uh, we've lost some key pieces. We lost key pieces for long periods of time. The, the not it 
it not being a smooth sail, I think there's positives to it. I think that's where teams come together and play hard for each other. I think um, you also find some players. And, uh, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with injuries, and one of the things that I think we've found here is a couple players. Um, and when you find some players, what it means is, is it's real competitive to get in the lineup. And uh, when there's competition, I think it brings the best out of everybody. And how do you think Broberg's moving along? Excellent. How do you play? Yeah, ex- Might have been his best game in a, in a while. Yeah, you know what? I, I think um, Philip is a very subtle player. Uh, I think when you're not talking about him, um, sometimes that's a good thing for a young D-man finding his way. Um, I feel good when he's on the ice. I th- think his best asset are his legs. Uh, I think he has the ability to spin off checks and create separation because he's such a good skater. Um, I think he does some things uh, at blue lines and red lines where we want to contest those areas. He's, uh, you know, he's a young man that is able to um, to execute. And I think uh, the more experience he gets in the National Hockey League, the better a player he's going to be. I think he's going to be a really good player for us for a long, long time. He just has to string a number of games together. Yep. Without, he's had some injury situations. Which yeah. It's serious, but he just can't seem to get the traction to just keep playing and playing and playing. And you know what? Part of it too, Jim, is his year has been a little bit different. Um, you know, he he had an injury. Um, he had an injury in Bakersfield. Uh, he came up, and I thought when he came up in New York was at a critical juncture for our team. He helped us weather the storm of all the injuries that we had. Our team put together a decent record with all the injuries. And then he got hurt through no fault of his own. And uh, so his first, from September until January, he's had to deal with three different injuries and fluke injuries, not not uh, not ones that are typical. And so for a young man, um, to weather that stuff while he's learning the league and getting better every game. I think it's a credit to him and the coaching staff and his teammates have full faith in Philip Robert. I know they're talked about a lot, but tonight Leon Dreisaitl recorded his 400th career assist. Connor McDavid recorded his 500th career assist. Just watching these players develop over the last several years, what can you say about them and how they've been able to just rack up these numbers? Yeah, I mean, I said this uh, a little while ago. Sometimes it's hard to come up with the phrases to describe it. It's a credit to them, their longevity, their talent, and what they don't get credit enough for is the work that goes into uh, achieving those numbers. But what I know about them is, um, you know, they're great teammates and and, uh, they want to win. Why do you think Costin was able to take the opportunity that he got tonight and maybe not look nervous with it and kind of do the thing? Why, Why do you think he was able to do that? I think he was waiting for it. Um, I think he's a pedigreed player. So he's a first-round draft pick, uh, was a national team player for his country. Um, He's somebody that played in a high level over in the KHL, uh, received good coaching over there. Um, It didn't work out for him in St. Louis, but he he has a pedigree of, of, um, you know, maybe one day achieving a top six role uh, on a team. I think 
what I really like about him is the, the story of his season, the story for him. And I think it's a good example for other people in our organization because I think what you want to make sure is that you're ready when you get tapped on the shoulder. I think that's the biggest thing. It's hard sometimes to wait in the bullpen, so to speak, and wait for that chance. Um, but I look at Clemsier, gets traded to a new organization where nobody really, um, you know, nobody up here knew much about him other than watching a little bit of film. He has a good impression in Bakersfield. He takes advantage of an opportunity when a top six forward gets hurt in Evander Kane. Him and Janmark come up, and um, he slowly worked his way up the lineup. I didn't did not foresee this, um, but I pride myself and our coaching staff prides ourselves on making sure that we're making real time decisions based on information that players give us. So, for for Klim, good for Klim, good for Klim because he didn't come in starting out playing in uh, 20 minutes a game. He's made the most of his opportunities. He still had some hiccups here and there, and he gets dialed back a little bit in his ice time. But uh, he's a wonderful kid. He has a great personality. He's a popular teammate, somebody who sticks up for his teammates. And he has an element that I don't know that we have a lot of here, which is that he's six foot three and 225 pounds and goes to hard areas. So I'm happy for him personally, um, you know, and he's trying to make the most of that opportunity. You guys didn't give up a ton, but when there was some, some stuff, Jack Campbell seemed to kind of have it solidified for you. Maybe he needs nights like that, and it was good for him? Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know if you asked the question this morning, Ryan, or not, but uh, we talked about, you know, him coming in the way he did in the Seattle game. It was just... Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.